1: In political history. Yeah. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real
2: American boys. Uh, Professor Bridges, you said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. Would that be women? No, I don't think <laughs> so. Of you reason. are
3: denying that trans people like this, and
2: that you. leads to violence. Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you, absolutely. or are they also treated like this? Where no, 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 they are told allowed that to they're opening up people to oh, violence? We
3: have a good time in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet you might learn a lot.
2: Wow, I, I would learn a lot. I've learned a lot. just know. In this exchange. absolutely extraordinary. Yep. Um,
1: <laughs> God bless Senator Josh Hawley, number one, for saying. The things that he said, Um, I don't know if I could hold, I don't know if I could hold back with her very condescending, passive-aggressive, stupid, ignorant looks on her face. Well, yeah, you should try it sometime, cis women, and your line of questioning is transphobic and blah, blah, blah. First of all, I would have muted her mic, okay? I'd have muted her mic. I'd have told her to shut her mouth, know her role, and shut your mouth. That doesn't, I don't care if you're a man or a woman. It's my time. Shut your mouth and stop answering questions, that I'm not asking and stop in, in, injecting a narrative that does, doesn't exist with descriptions of words that you made up. That's what I would have said. I would have said, What's the dif- what is the definition of phobic? What is the definition of a, of a phobia? And she, nor- and she probably wouldn't have given the actual definition, but the definition of a phobia is just simply put, you're afraid of something. You're afraid of something. So my line of questioning is saying that I'm afraid of people who are clearly messed up in the head and who have uh, mental problems that need to be addressed. I'm, I'm a scared of that. So maybe you should be using a different word because transphobic would mean that I am afraid of people who don't know what gender they are. I'm clearly not that. Maybe you should change the word to make it sound more hateful. Maybe then that would help your narrative a little bit further. Because you're comparing apples and oranges, and you're saying absolutely nothing of substance, nothing of fact, nothing of science, everything of feeling, everything of stupidity, and everything of ignorance. I feel bad for you, and may God have mercy on your soul. As a matter of fact, where is that, uh, don't we have that, that, that soundbite here? Let's, let's, let's play that real quick. Uh, exactly, probably what I would have said to her. What you just said
2: is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point... In your rambling, incoherent response, were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul.
1: I award you no points. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to what you just said. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, Billy Madison, for that sound bite. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to what you just said. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your very ignorant soul. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. How you doing this morning? It's hump day. We got it, folks. Wednesday. We're here. We're halfway through the week. We've had a couple of good shows. Last night's show was off the chain, funny. I went back and watched it last night when it aired on uh, RAV, and I had no idea that I was clowning on Michael Moore as much as I was, I had no idea that I was clowning on the WHO as much as I was. That just lets you know that when I'm doing this show, I'm not in control. It's just coming out as quick as I can think about it. So, <laughs> very, uh, very funny show last night. Uh, I am your ever so humbled, God fearing and God loving host of the show. Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live free or die Granite state of New Hampshire, and it is a blessing, an honor, and a privilege to be here with you guys every single day. This LFA family is growing leaps and bounds, and it's all because of your sharing. To the people who are not in the live chat, if you scroll down, if you're watching the live chat right now, scroll down. And you'll see Red Ram, Mary I Am, Willie Rumble. They're in the comment section below. Now, I don't know if that's a choice not to be in the live chat or if you can't get in the live chat. But if you want to be in the live chat and you want to Rumble and help us out and press that plus sign, uh, I, I believe you might have to have a profile on Rumble. But just join in. And uh, for all those watching on Getter, if you could jump over real quick, sign into uh, Rumble and give us that plus sign. That would be appreciated. Want to know why? Because yesterday we reigned at number two all day on the leaderboard. And today, yesterday's videos are number four and 13. As long as we stay up there, folks, uh, we have a good chance of someday overtaking Dan Bongino at first place. Nobody but Dan Bongino is in first place on Rumble. And you know what? The guy deserves it. He's done a good job. Yes, I've disagreed with him a lot, but he is a fighter for this country, and no way do I think he's a rhino or any way, like, any, any way shape, or form. I just believe he stayed away from a few topics I would have liked to see him touch on. That doesn't mean I'm not a Dan Bongino uh, supporter. Anyway, folks, uh, I want to tell you another thing. We are only 850, um, 850 followers away from uh, 30,000 Live from America family members. Here on Rumble, so if you have not signed in and followed the page, please do so we 're only eight hundred and fifty away and Tonight, Candace Taylor will be on live from America to uh, for all those out there who have not heard about candace 's story. you were probably watching last night. she was swatted she uh, they think they have the culprit, and Candace is going to come on tonight and give us a first hand uh, testimony and explanation as to what happened to her and how scary and frightening it was for her and her family. So we have her coming on tonight. We're doing good things. We're doing big things, and let's go right to the Lord. Thank you for the rumble rants this morning. I appreciate it. Let's go right to the Lord. Can you control your own thoughts? Can you control your own thoughts? A lot of people don't think you can. I'm here to tell you otherwise. Verse of the day comes from 2 Corinthians 10- 5. And it says this. 2 Corinthians 10:5. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. What a strong, bold, and powerful verse. Notice the choice in the words, like the word demolish. We demolish arguments. That is trying to get a major point across by using that word. Then the choice of the words like we take captive. We take captive every thought. Another powerful choice of words. Why? Well, God is not lackadaisical and God is not weak. He is bold and to the point and very direct when he speaks to you, just like he commands you to speak to him. This verse says that you can control your thoughts. They don't come from a far off place. They don't come from God. He gave you free will. They don't come from the devil because he only has as much power as you give him. No, they come from you. That's where your thoughts come from, from within your very own soul. Hence, since they come from you, then you can surely stop them. Yes, I'm serious, and don't call me surely. (laughs) For those out there who get that joke. Now, taming your tongue is one of the hardest things in the world to do. God says that if you can control and tame your tongue, then you can do anything you set your mind to. After all, it's those who listen more and talk less that end up being the most wise. However, when you were younger, you may have said the words, well, I can't control what I think. Well, I'm here to tell you that you can. This verse tells us to focus and gaze on the word of God, not the world around you. When you feel tempted to do or say something and those temptations are floating around in your head and they go directly, you need to go directly to the word of God, folks, when that's happening. Do not pass go. Do not ca- collect $200. Go directly to to the word of God, directly to the gospel. This is how you train your mind to stop having those unwanted thoughts that lead to actions like sinning or allowing your tongue to say something that you ultimately regret. Once you train yourself in that way, then controlling your thoughts becomes easier and easier. Remember, don't be a slave to sin and don't be a slave to worldly thoughts. Be free of all of it. We always scream freedom here in America. So why don't we scream freedom in our own heads, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. In his holy name we pray. Amen. Again, folks, if you have the thoughts that you don't want when you have them, like maybe thoughts of lust. Maybe you want to go through your your TikTok or your Instagram and look at women. If you're watching, guys, don't do that. Matter of fact, unfollow all of those temptations if you are following them. And if they happen to pop up during your scrolling, go buy them as quick as you can. That's the devil. Stop with that stuff. If you have thoughts of lust, go right to the word of God and start reading the Bible. I guarantee you within minutes, seconds even, those those thoughts will be out of your head. Same thing with you ladies. Same thing with you ladies. If you have thoughts of uh, tearing somebody down. Okay? Like bullying somebody in real life. Go to God. Go to the Word of God and say, you know what, I can't do this. And sooner or later, folks, you'll find out that those thoughts that you want to suppress, those evil thoughts, they get fewer and far between. They get so far in between that you forget that you even ever thought like that. It's very important to control your thoughts, okay? Let's go to the Lord in prayer right now. Please, ladies and gentlemen, remove your hats if you're wearing one and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father You can control your thoughts, you can control your tongue, you can control it all. Why? Because God gave you the free will and the ability and the know-how and the guideline that's called the Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth, better known as the Bible, to do so. Amen? All right. I will ask you all, please, everybody watching, if we can get to the four or 5,000 people that watch this, if we can get to all those likes, we have a good chance— of remaining in second place and being on the heels of Dan Bongino. I really want to do that. I don't know why. It's just something that I want to. I want. It's friendly competition is what it is. And the more friendly competition we have in this new grand new party, this grand new Republican party, the better off we're all going to be. So please share the Rumble link. And there's a PSA announcement here, folks. And FYI, we're changing the schedule up here, to, uh, here this week on Live from America. We're not supposed to be here this Friday night. We will be here for both shows Friday, but we will not be here for both shows tomorrow, which is Thursday the 14th. Again, Thursday the 14th, only one show, morning show. We'll make up for it the next day, Friday, by doing two shows. So just know, no show tomorrow night. Big shout out, Fireman217. He said, give me a shout out. There you go, my friend. All right, folks. Here we go. Let's get to the first and foremost section. Please lift your cups up as we have our first slurp of the day. You're welcome, Becky. You're welcome. And by the way, folks, we got a lot of stuff went out in the mail yesterday. If you've ordered something in the last five days, tons of it went out yesterday, including a lot of those Armor of God autographed CDs and the one that we were giving away yesterday. So it's all on its way. First and foremost section of the day, it's going to be like a viewer discretion advised warning. Now, you are not about to he- see anything that is off the wall crazy or that you probably want to shield your children from in any way, shape, or form as far as any kind of lewd sex or blood, guts, and gore. But I am saying viewer discretion advised because it's a sensitive subject. It's a sensitive topic, and we're talking about the Uvalde school shooting that happened in Uvalde, Texas, not too long ago. As you know, sing Happy Birthday for Scotty. Oh, oh all right. We got to do that before the sh- before we get to the first and foremost section. You're right because I, if once I get on a roll, I might uh, I might not stop, Scotty. Happy birthday. Let's sing you happy birthday real quick, brother, okay? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Scotty. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, and I hope it is a great and wonderful birthday. And if I'm not mistaken, it might even be Scotty's wife. I don't know if it's Scotty's birthday or Scotty's wife, but if it's Scotty's, happy birthday, brother. Okay. The Uvalde school shooting. Let's get back there. New footage was released yesterday. If you have not seen the new footage, if you've not watched any other news show but this one, I'm going to show you the footage now. It's four minutes and eight seconds. It's going to make you mad. It's going to tick you off. You're not going to be a happy camper after you're done watching this. There are many reasons that you will not be a happy camper when you're done watching this. Many, many reasons, and you'll see every single bit of it in the following footage. Again, this is from the Uvalde school shooting. This is from inside the school. This is during the 911 call. This is before the 911 call. And this is during the hour that the cops did nothing while people died and they could have stopped him so many times i'm very upset about this video but anyway ladies and gentlemen here we go viewer discretion advised only because it's sensitive topic not because you're going to see anything that you shouldn't see the uvalde school shooting the new footage here we go there's sound on some and not on others May 24th, surveillance. The the gunman in the crash vehicle fires three shots at the two men who approached the crash scene. I can't see him, I cannot see him. Gunman begins shooting at the school from the parking lot. Get in room! Get in room! Shooting at the school from the parking lot, folks. Bystander video captures the gunman entering the school. And here he comes. Why weren't the school doors locked? Why was he able to just walk in? That right there is common sense. Young student comes around the corner down there at the bottom left. Starts to walk down the hallway. And the gunman starts shooting. Police enter the school. Minutes. Just minutes. They could have stopped him right here they could have saved so many lives right here right now we have seven officers that we can see i got to check my phone. Regardless of whatever reason it was for. Oh, more gunshots. And watch the police run. Watch them run. Officers retreat to the hallway to take cover after shots were fired. Now, watch how many cops show up. 19 minutes later. With ballistic shields. 31 minutes later, 36 minutes later, still no rescue attempts. Cowards. 48 minutes later, four more rounds shot. Four more people probably dead. Look how many it takes. 57 minutes later now. And this guy washes his hands. Stop that. Stop that. Let's go back. Did you see this guy just go wash his hands? Play that. Watch this guy come up and his hand sanitize his hands. The gunman isn't even dead yet. Are you kidding me? 77 minutes later, they finally breached a classroom and killed a gunman. They could have done it at 19 minutes. They could have done it before 19 minutes. at all the equipment look at all the resources look at all the manpower look at all the cops look at what they could have done and they did absolutely nothing now I wasn't there I, I I it's hard it's hard to criticize people that are out that are out there and their lives are on the line I get that but you signed up for that job you signed up for that job and you don't expect me to be angry right now I can feel the fire burning in my belly right now. I literally feel like I'm about to explode and go on a rant of epic proportions because I cannot believe the cowardice of these officers who put their name on that line to protect and serve. It seems like police today just want to punish and enslave, not protect and serve. What the H-E double hockey sticks did we just watch? Every one of those cops, every single one, I don't care if they took orders or if they didn't want to take orders, I don't care. Every one of them should lose their badge. Do you want to know why? Because if you would have put five veterans, five U.S. military service men or women in that same exact scenario, they would have been running towards the fire and they could have saved those children they would have ran towards the fire, and they would have saved those children. They would have put their lives on the line. They've done it more than once. They would have done it again. And I can't think of a greater and more noble cause than that hill to die on, which is saving the children when you had the resources and the manpower and the guns and everything else to do it, and you chose to run. You chose to turn and run like a Democrat, like a coward. You chose to put your tail between your legs and run down that hallway instead of shooting that gunman and killing him. And you expect me not to be mad? What about the parents of those children? What about the parents that find out that their child died 70 minutes into it? Their child died 60 minutes, 50 minutes, 40 minutes, 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 10 minutes into it. What about that? What about... The fact that they called 911 when the gunman was shooting at the school. What about the fact that the cops were called minutes, minutes before he went into that building? And you expect me not to be mad? That right there, whether it was intentional, whether it was not Whether it was, I don't care what it was. Politicize it all you want. Right now, I'm not talking from Jeremy Harrell, the Republican. I'm not talking about anything to do with Republican or Democrat. I'm not talking about gun control or not gun control. I'm talking about multiple pieces of crap, cowardice cops who could have saved little boys and girls from dying and chose to run down the hallway. I would gladly take a bullet in the head to try to stop a kid from dying. And I don't even know those kids. And I guarantee you that the 4,000 people that are watching right now would do the same damn thing. And you expect me not to be mad? Jeremy, calm down. No. Calming down is what breeds cowardice and breeds these kind of people into our society. If I was a parent and I found out that my child died unnecessarily, I mean every, uh, every child that died died unnecessarily, don't get me wrong. But if I was a parent and I find out that my child died a half an hour into that when he could have been stopped, oh, hell hath no fury like a parent pissed. I can tell you that right now. Hell hath no fury. Not even a woman scorned. Would have more fury than I would have as a father finding out that my child could have lived. Because I pay these people to protect my community and they did absolutely jack all. Now again, I wasn't there. I've spouted off at the mouth before when it came to this about the mayor and everything but my eyes didn't deceive me what i just saw did yours did your eyes deceive you from the video that you just saw if i <laughs> i'm going to get emails jeremy you should calm down cool thank you for the thank you for the th- for the advice and the suggestion maybe you're right But it's never going to happen. Jeremy, you should hold your tongue. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But guess what? As much as I love Jesus and want to follow him, I'm not Jesus. And my flesh gets the better of me when it happens to children. There's something about the innocence of children that I just can't hold my anger when somebody is violating or abusing that. I am sorry. Very sensitive topic. Complete breakdown of our uh, police enforcement that day. Let's pray to God that it never happens ever again like that. Let's pray to God for courageous soldiers wearing the armor of God who will do anything to protect anybody. It doesn't mean if they're kids, it doesn't mean if they're adults. You need to protect people if you put your name on that dotted line. That is your job. That is your priority. And if you get shot, I would pray for you and your family as well. But I'm going to tell you this right now, and I'm going to tell you this as sure as I stand here, and this isn't some blowhard, which I know I can be, spouting off from behind a camera who's not found himself in this same situation. I might not have found myself in that same situation, but I've been in some pretty bad situations before, which are also life and death, and I can tell you with 100% surety that if I was in that situation and I was one of those cops, the last thing that I ever would have done was allowed another fellow cop, outranking me or not, to tell me to stand down. Yeah, right. Stand aside, sir. I am running into the flames. I am running into that danger. I cannot believe that there was not one courageous cop who wanted to do that. I cannot believe there wasn't one courageous cop who put himself out there even if his life was on the line. Now, I know that there was cops who wanted to. I know there was cops that were trying to, and other cops were holding them back. You would have needed an army of people to hold me back. An army. Unacceptable. Unbelievable. And that's our first and foremost section of the day. Do with it what you will let's move on let me have a let me have a drink of my coffee here and recenter myself please share the video i want to jump over real quick and say hi to everybody on getter we got a couple thousand people watching over there on getter we got four thousand people watching close to four thousand people watching here on on rumble let's see who wins that war anyway let's move on folks i want to move on and talk about some other very very important things that we really need to uh, tackle. I know we could talk about that for a whole show. I get it. I'm not trying to diminish what's going on there by going away from it. I just need to touch on all these topics today, and I could spend an hour talking about this alone. So again, I apologize, but I'm moving on. I want to say God bless Jim and Joe Hoft, okay? There's a lot of people out there that are doing whatever they can to save this country. Darren Beatty of the Revolver, doing everything he can to save this country. Steve Bannon, uh, Cortez, all these guys. Epstein doing all they can uh, uh, to, to, to save this country. I'm doing everything that I can. Maybe I could do more. God may, be, may weigh that on my heart. I know a lot of you guys are doing everything you can, but Jim and Joe Hoft of the Gateway Pundit, God bless them. Because if it wasn't for them, we would not be winning this information war right now. And Jim and Joe Hoft, the brothers and the founders, the founders of uh, the Gateway Pundit, have sent an official letter to Liz Cheney stating, You knew about the FBI assets confirmed. You knew that the FBI assets that were involved in that January 6th skirmish prior to January 6th, that you put FBI agents to infiltrate the Proud Boys, to infiltrate the Oath Keepers and other three-percenter pro-American groups that were not terrorist groups. They were out there stopping your terrorist groups. That's why you hated them. That's why you wanted to take them down, Merrick Garland. That's why you wanted to take them down, Christopher w- Ray, and Joe Biden. You couldn't stand the fact that the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers and the three-percenters and the America Freedom Fighters were out there busting your Antifa losers in the chops, knocking them out one after one like dominoes watching them fall, you couldn't stand that, you couldn't stand the fact that the people that called themselves the Proud Boys were out there protecting citizens from your Marxist commie groups like BLM and Antifa, you couldn't stand it, so you did what you had to do, you used your power to take them down and you put FBI agents inside these these groups prior to January 6th and then you set them up at January 6th, And Jim and Joe Hoff said, you knew about the FBI assets, you knew that they confirmed that the Proud Boys did not commit sedition, yet you suppressed the information. On Monday morning, uh, Gateway Pundit contributor Cara Castronova, who's been on fire lately by the way, big shout out to Cara released whistleblower documents, text messages, and audio transcripts of the FBI informants, James Knowles Communications, within the FBI's handlers on January 6th. We covered that extensively on Monday, okay? It was a planned insurrection to destroy Donald Trump and to destroy everybody that fought in the name of freedom and make America great again. That's it. That's all. Story over. Story done. And not only are we going to prove every bit of it, we're going to hold you all accountable for it as well. Yesterday, the Gateway Pundit, Jim and Joe Hoft, sent a letter to Liz Cheney to voice, the voice of the January, January 6th committee. They said, we want to know why Liz and her committee decided to hide these facts that they had in their possession for over a year that now exonerates all the Proud Boys, including the ones who already copped out. And we want to know why Liz and her committee suppressed the information. The letter says, I'll read a little bit of it. Dear Congresswoman Cheney, Since you are not a reader of the Gateway Pundit, (laughs) that's a great way to start out the letter, you might not be aware of our writer, Kara Castronova, who broke a story with hard evidence that the FBI had a confidential human source, CHS, embedded into the Proud Boys for over a year, and they gave the links to those stories. Further, the the CHS, apparently, a man named James Knowles fed the FBI firsthand information leading up to, during and after the events of January 6th. Critically, critically, he informed the FBI of these following bol- bullet points. Qu- uh, here's the bullet points. There was no conspiracy to invade the Capitol. We now know this to be true from an FBI informant's own mouth. Second bullet point. The Proud Boys explicitly instructed their members to not invest, uh, instigate the violence. Number three, the Proud Boys did not possess guns or any other weapons on January 6th. That you would need for an insurrection, by the way. Another bullet point. The Proud Boys did not engage in violence at the Capitol on January 6th. Another true statement. Another one. The FBI likely had real-time access to Proud Boy chats and did, in fact, possess advanced knowledge of all protests' plans and that these plans were all peaceful. And it goes on to page two. I'll read you the last bit of it here real quick. It says, you and the select committee are destined for infamy. The truth and the magnitude of the deception by you, the select committee, and federal law enforcement are all slowly becoming exposed to the American people. In the fullest time, your legacy will be lies. Excuse me, in the fullness of time, your legacy will be lies and the baseless forms of political persecution. Regards, Jim Hoft, editor of the Gateway Pundit. I would like to give him a standing ovation. Ladies and gentlemen, this letter, actually the story that came out on Monday is, the walls closing in, as they like to say, is, The beginning of the end, as they'd like to say, for all their lies in this January 6th committee. And I would like to give Joe Hoft and Jim Hoft the Smarty Award of the Day. go, Smarty Award of the Day goes to Jim and Joe Hoft for all their work at the Gateway Pundit. They are literally people like them, people like Darren Beatty, people like Ben Berkwam, they are already eligible for stuff like the Pulitzer Prize and the Medal of Freedom, but we're going to give them all the Medal of Honor when this is all said and done, because they single-handedly put their lives on the line to take these people down with real journalistic ability, with real facts, with real proof, and with real evidence. We know that you left-wing losers forgot all about that in the real of law, but guess 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 what? We are coming back on a red, white, and blue-blooded American train called the MAGA train, and we're going to smack you upside the face with it. Hard enough for you to understand that you'll never forget about those uh, great things that make America great ever again. Anyway, let's continue to talk about this, these, uh, these losers. They're trying to concoct this narrative and try to, they've already got people to cop out on seditious charges, which are completely baseless, falseless, and I don't know what we can do about it, but when President Trump gets in there, he is going to literally pardon every person in the D.C. gulag and every person that already copped out. Crooked attorney behind the sham, Mueller report and the sham Mueller exam, Andrew Weissman has admitted that the Department of Justice has other tools to continue to uh, investigate conservatives outside of Congress, which you know Congress has given the power to the January 6 Committee, but these guys are promising to continue to come after each one of you outside of Congress's authority. Andrew Weissman, the far-left attorney, who was at Hillary's 2016 election night nightmare party and then who took over the totally corrupt and sham Mueller investigation, is at it again. Rather than sitting in a D.C. jail cell waiting for sentencing for his actions in the, and leading in the uh, Mueller coup, he is out and demanding more crimes from the corrupt Department of Justice. He once helped lead all the disrespect. Far-left political put out one of the most one-sided and disgusting pieces in recent history yesterday. They chose a man who was hired by Weissman, the picture of corruption in the DOJ, to build up his former boss and praise Weissman's comments to attack American conservatives, the majority of Americans who love God, family, and country. Ankush Cardori admits that he was hired by Weissman, and he calls him one of the most prominent and well-respected prosecutors in the country, and nothing could be further from the truth. Cardori then goes on to praise Weissman's op-ed in the New York Times. The vehicle that Wiseman's gangs used to offer slander to President Trump with false claims of Russia collusion, which we now know was a completely baseless, made-up narrative that was funded by Hillary Clinton and the DNC. They will pay for their crimes as well. Folks, what you're seeing right now, by the way, before I continue with this story, is God exposing all of the illegalities, all of the corruption that we would not have exposed had Trump stayed in that White House in 2020 and you're also seeing it. everything line up. Everything is lining up like the stars. It's almost perfect for these guys to face justice, and they will. Drain the Swamp will be a real thing. Uh, Weissman is part of the new Department of Justice under Merrick Garden, Garland. and this group is not after justice, and that became more than clear in the Russia Collusion sham. Now we all know that it was all a lie that came from the Hillary uh, camp and Weissman knew of the Trump-Russia sham long before the world started uh, feeding information to the New York Times to come after him 24-7. And by the way, this is Obama's Department of Justice. This is his dream. Obama wanted this kind of Department of Justice a long time ago, which is why he even allowed propaganda to be put in the news, which was a law that you couldn't do that before. Now, two days ago, it was released that uh, information that shows that the group of Proud Boys were innocent of all wrongdoing. And then Weissman came out today, or yesterday, and said the DOJ doesn't need the January 6th committee to continue to go after conservatives who want to end democracy and who are a threat to democracy. We have a lot of tools outside of the Department of Justice that can do that, and we don't need Congress's approval to continue those investigations. You, sir are going down, and you are going down hard. And the reason why I talk about these people that is not that are not in the mainstream news is so you know their names, so you are ahead of the curve when this all goes down. When the crap hits the fan, you will remember that we here on Live From America were talking about it before mainstream media even knew their names, and that's including you, Fox News. That's including you. Now, we have talked about in the past, ladies and gentlemen, Another thing here on Live from America that nobody else is talking about is that uh, uh, the power of a sheriff, the power of a sheriff goes beyond what most people know. A sheriff of a county has so much power, legally, legal authority, to enforce laws that you don't even know that he he or she has. And I already told you that these people were, these sheriffs were going to be under attack sooner or later. Well, that day's come. The day is now here, folks. And it's, isn't it interesting that it happens a week after sheriffs down in Texas declare an invasion of the southern border and that Biden is a part of it and Biden is a culprit? Isn't it odd that it's coming now? We already know that the left is trying to fire Trump-appointed judges uh, when it comes to Im- immigration left and right. We already know that they're literally ending the careers of Trump-appointed judges outside of any authority that they have. They, and they're replacing them with Marxist, communist, Democrat judges who will do whatever that they, whatever the left tells them to do. And now they're going after the sheriffs, folks. Los Angeles County, Sheriff Alex Villanueva, who has been a champion for the law of the Constitution, not for Republicans, not for Democrats, for all, a champion and a honey badger to to uphold the laws of the Constitution and protect the people of Los Angeles County. And now the Los Angeles County supervisors have approved a proposal to remove Sheriff Alex Villanueva from his seat of law and order. And the reason why is because he's about law and order. Sheriff Villanueva refused to enforce COVID mask mandates, and he proudly announced that he would not enforce the vaccine mandates either within his, uh, within his ranks. Last year, Villanueva clashed with Marxist L.A. City Councilman Michael Bonin, if you remember, after he sent deputies to the Venice Boardwalk to help solve the homeless crisis. The Democrat machine in L.A. wants Sheriff Villanueva out, and they want him out now. So the L.A. County Supervisors asked their lawyer to draft up a resolution to give them the power to remove Sheriff Villanueva. The board voted four to one with Supervisor Catherine Barger, God bless her, casting the lone dissenting vote. The matter would still need final passage from the board for it to be put in front of voters on November 8th. If it's passed, it would give the panel the power to remove an elected sheriff for cause with a four-fifths vote. And this was reported yesterday. Villanueva blasted the county supervisors in a statement saying, quote, It appears you are making yourselves the judge, jury, and executioner for the office of the sheriff. Nullifying, nullifying the will of the voters. By the way, elected. They tried to do the same thing with Car- Congressman Marjorie Taylor Greene. They tried to do this same thing with Matt Gates as well. And they tried to do the same thing with... Uh, uh, what's his name there? Uh, Madison Cawthorn. This illegal motion seeks to undermine their, they, don't they say democracy? You're undermining democracy. You're a risk to democracy. Well, what is this? You're undermining the will of the voters. And most importantly, folks, they did this with Donald J. Trump as well. This is an illegal motion that seeks to undermine the role of the sheriff and render the office subordinate to the board of supervisors, which it's not. It's only subordinate to the people who elected him or her on its face. Your proposed ordinance language is not a proper reading of the law and will be challenged on these multiple grounds, said Sheriff Villanueva. So, folks, here you go. This is the new attack. This is the new attack. They are coming after every single person who wants the rule of law. Every single person who wants the rule of law, they're coming after, whether it's judges, whether it's elected officials, whether it's sheriffs, it does not matter. If you go by the rule of law, they want you out. I think I have a clip of this. See if I have a clip of this. I believe I do. Yeah, let's... uh. See if I have, yeah, let's bring this clip up. Let's just see what they're saying. This is a YouTube clip. I hate YouTube, but let's go to this YouTube clip and see what they're talking about. Uh, Right there in LA, and this is for all you people who live in LA. And the LA County Sheriff, Alex Alex Villanueva and it's big
3: the board voting to start the process of amending the county's charter if the voters approve it would allow the board of supervisors to fire the sheriff another elected official under certain conditions let's go live to phil schumann he's live in downtown l.a with more on this back and forth phil
4: well it is a bitter battle the sheriff essentially saying marla and christine Leave me alone. You worry about poverty, uh, homelessness, mental health, education, and let me worry about the sheriff department. But the board of supervisors have said the sheriff is openly hostile to transparency and oversight, and they're looking for a way to get rid of him if possible. The board of supervisors targeting the L.A. County Sheriff's Office in general and Alex Villanueva specifically for what was described as corruption, misconduct, and errant behavior. The board wants the power to fire a sheriff and will ask county voters to give it to them in November. Item 12 is before
1: you, Supervisor Solis. Look at these mask-wearing cowards. I? These Supervisor losers.
4: This is Supervisor, uh, Supervisor Hilda Solis at today's virtual meeting.
1: If people are not feeling
0: that they can trust our public safety system, then there is no accountability. And who are we then as a board of supervisors who are, who are given and take the oath of office to provide that? to make sure we don't control everything that the sheriff can do um but i will tell you this we do have a role to play
4: not just that there would be five specific conditions for removing a sheriff Breaking the law, flagrant neglect of duty, misappropriation of public resources, falsifying documents, or obstructing investigations.
1: So see what they're doing, folks. Oh, let's hold on. Let's play this. Let's continue to play what he says here.
4: Nothing from the sheriff directly today. Fox 11, of course, has covered his ongoing battles with the board with county oversight for years. Monday night. He- so
1: anyway, folks, they're doing the same thing here as they do everywhere else. They're changing the goalposts, they're moving back the goalposts, they're changing the definition of words, they're changing ways. Now they're going to say, with a four-fifths vote, we can, we, can, uh, we can fire him. That's what they're wanting. In November, they're going to ask voters, and they're going to cheat to win anyway, and they'll get their way, unless you guys rise up. If you live in L.A. County... Spread the word, because it starts there. Set the precedent there. Spread the word. We got to light them up. Light them up if you live in L.A., folks, because this is, uh, <coughs> this is coming to a city near you real quick. If they, are, if they are able to oust a sheriff who was elected by the people, well, then, folks, it's, they're able to do anything they want. They're able to do anything they want. Do not let this happen, and get together with your sheriffs now. Give them support. Do whatever you got to do to help out. Get with your sheriffs now, especially right now in L.A. County. Now we're gonna move on. We got a lot of stuff to cover here, and I don't have enough time to do it. So I hope I hope you guys uh, hope you guys can forgive me the uh, the hits, the bumps, and the bruises. They keep on coming for America and Americans at the hands of this illegitimate regime that is in control of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, the House and the Senate. Bannon says it all the time, doesn't he? Elections have consequences. Stolen elections have catastrophic consequences, and they're trying to literally, they're trying to implement the NWO in four short years. Inflation. Folks, has just exploded to 9.1%. And that's the low number. That's the fake false low number that they want you to believe. I would say it's almost double that. But let's go what they say. 9.1%. Do you know that that is the single largest 12-month increase since period ending November 1981? Does anybody want to tell me? who was president in November of 1981. I'll let you guys put that in the comments section and see how well you know your your history. The Bureau of Labor Statistics minutes ago released June inflation numbers, and folks, as I said, they are not good. They exploded to 9.1%. The Consumer Price Index... In June, on a seasonally adjusted basis, after rising 1.1% uh, in May, the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics reported today. Over the last 12 months, the all uh, all items index increased 9.1% before seasonal adjustment. So, for all you who don't really understand that that uh, the way that's uh, put and that rhetoric, it means bad news bears for our economy. More reason to go back to basics with as much stuff as you possibly can. Yes, you are all right. Jimmy boy, Jimmy Carter, was in charge then, and Biden now has worse numbers than him, statistically. The increase was broad-based with the indexes for gasoline, shelter, and food being the largest contributors. And the largest contributor among those three is gas prices. Now, some of you go, well, gas prices have went down in the last week, too. Yeah, they have. But not because gas prices have went down, because the demand has went down, because people can't afford to do it anymore. People are carpooling. People are riding their bike. People are walking. Some people cost more for a gallon of gas than it does for minimum wage in their state. So people just stopped driving. That is the reason for the decrease, not because the price of gas has decreased. Do not let Biden fool you. Or Mean Gene Kareen jump on there and say, well, the price of gas is down. Oh, I thought you said the price. Of, I thought you said uh, you watch what's going to happen today. Sometime today... You're going to hear Peter Ducey or somebody question Mean Jean Kareen at the podium, and she's going to say, well, the president has done everything he can, and look, price of gas is down over 20 cents in the last two weeks, which my response would be to that, or my follow-up question would be, I thought you said the price, the ga- a president doesn't control gas prices. Oh, oh, that's changed now too, nuts. All right, biggest one is, is gas, folks. Second is food, by the way. The index for all items, less food and energy rose 0.07% in June after increasing 0.6%, excuse me, 0.7, not 0.7, 0.6% in the preceding two months. Long story short, it's going to get worse before it gets better. We all know that. And ladies and gentlemen, I got to just tell you right now, let's go to this video real quick. Let's get to this video of Sri Lanka. You want to know what happens when a country goes bankrupt, which we are on our way to doing? which we're on our way to doing. I think we're going to fix it before then, but let's just say that these scumbags stay in charge for the next two years. Let's say that actually happens. You want to know where we're going to see ourselves? I'll tell you where. Let's go to Sri Lanka and see what's happening there. This is what happens when you go bankrupt. This is what happens when you spend more money than you make, which we're currently doing under Democrats and have been since November or since January 20th of 2021. You don't need to be a an economist to understand simple finances. This is what happens. This is the road that we're on right now except you're going to have Second Amendment gun-toting Americans who are actually this mad. They have overrun Sri Lanka capital. And now the prime minister has just been placed as president and declared a national emergency. I wonder why. And it all comes down to bankruptcy, folks. It all comes down to bankruptcy and people trying to control, run, and ruin your lives. You don't need to just look at Sri Lanka. Look at Greece five years ago. The same thing happened to Greece five years ago. And do you want to know what really toppled Rome? It wasn't just their dirty politicians. Yeah, it was. But it was inflation. Inflation was what toppled Rome. Because from ro- one rule to another, they just went up and up and up and up and up and up and up by devaluing con- currency, by defacing currency. Inflation killed Rome. The politicians that were behind the inflation actually killed Rome, but inflation is what killed Rome. And inflation is what's going to kill us as well. This is why I tell you guys to go back to basics as much as possible. This is why I tell you. Don't let your money go over to Ukraine, at least do as much as you can to stop them from taxing you to death and sending all your money to Ukraine. This is why I tell you to do as much as you can, even if it's a quarter of what your savings are to put it in real estate, gold or silver. I know this was a good segue and I didn't really mean to pull it up right now, but it's a good time, as good a time as any, isn't it? If you allow them to control all your money, then guess what's going to happen? You're going to be like Sri Lanka. You're going to be like Greece. Or did you see what just happened in China? Did you just see what happened at the bank in China? All of these people tried to go take their money out. Six billion dollars worth of savings and investment. Gone. Wiped out. Withheld. Held hostage from the Chinese people that it belongs to. And we're following the same kind of social credit score and the same kind of crackdown as it is, as they're doing in China. You want, what about this? You go to your bank and you go to pull money out and guess what? It's gone. It's gone. You're right. That's a good, uh, somebody said Rome fell because it tried to, uh, go against God as well. That's true too. They got God out of their lives. But folks, goldco.com. 855-559-3433 or goldcode.com. Let them know I sent you. Secure some of your money. Don't be like China. Don't be like Sri Lanka. My wife and I have finally decided to to, uh, put a little bit of our earnings, almost like you do when you tie it to the church, to take a little bit of our earnings and start putting that into precious metals. I can't just have a sponsor come on here and say, hey, guys, you should do this and not do it myself. So we finally made that conscious decision to do that as well, as well as start uh, shopping more locally and, and sourcing our fruits, vegetables, and meat more, or, more locally. We're doing it. We're doing it. And just like I feel so much better being away from toxic things like Facebook, imagine how much better we're all going to feel when we get away from toxic control over our, what we eat, our energy, and our money. Crazy stuff going on in the world, folks. All right. We got to move on. Baby killers are ramping up, and, and like I told you, I can smell the desperation coming off of each and every single interview that they do. Folks, they are going to ramp up the ability to bring back baby killing at a federal level like you have never seen them fight for anything else. You think they're fighting over what they call racism? You think they're fighting over what they call this new wave of white nationalism? Wait until you see how they rear their ugly heads and, and show their ugly fangs. When it comes to try to save the ability to kill a baby, folks, these people are so sick in the head that they are literally calling for the end, the end of pro-life pregnancy crisis centers. They want them all gone. As much as you and I want uh, the abortion centers gone, they are now openly saying we want the pro-life pregnancy centers, the crisis centers gone. Now, isn't that odd? Isn't that a weird thing to publicly say? Ten years ago, Democrats would have never said that. But the desperation is kicking in. They are—they're Everything is exposed. They put everything out there. They are literally saying it out in the open now. Get rid of pregnancy crisis centers, which actually help mothers and babies, and replace them with abortion clinics that definitely kill babies. Folks, these guys are not pro-choice. They're not. They are pro-killing babies, period. And it's such a sick and disgusting thing to see. So what'd they do? They called out their chief, Chief Pocahontas, to lobby to get rid of actual pregnancy centers.
4: In Massachusetts right now, those crisis pregnancy centers that are there to fool people who are looking for pregnancy termination help outnumber true abortion clinics by three to one. We need to shut them down here in Massachusetts and we need to shut them down all around You should not be able to torture a pregnant person like that.
1: You should not be able to torture a pregnant person like that? Let me ask you, Senator Pocahontas, if I were to come up to you right now with a claw of a bulldozer and grab your arm and rip it off of your body, would that be torture? If I were to come to you right now, Senator Warren, With a bulldozer grapple claw and grab your leg and rip it off of your body, would that be torture? If I were to snap your neck, would that be considered assault or torture? Because that's what you do to the baby. Are you meaning to tell me that we need to get rid of pregnancy crisis centers and replace them with 100% sure the baby's going to die murder clinics? What a demonic, scumbag, loser she and every other Democrat out there is demonic scumbag loser we need to get rid of them torturing pregnant people what are you talking about you mean pregnant women by the way pregnant women senator pocahontas you are the dumbest person alive i guess it's fitting let's give senator pocahontas the dumb dumb award of the day folks come on man! (laughs) we did it we did it joe We need to get rid of these pregnancy crisis centers that save people's lives, and we need to put things in there that will actually kill people and stop torturing pregnant persons. Cool. Next. All right, folks, we're going to end with a couple good stories here. Thank you for kicking around and staying around today. If you want to give me one more share, I would not hate you at all, but we got some good news here. Stories of winning. Starbucks. Starbucks. Old Starbucks. Definitely not... uh, Definitely not Dunkin's. Definitely not Dunkin' Donuts. Anyway, Starbucks is now closing locations in multiple cities. And what do you think it's due to? Do you think it's due to the economy? No, it's not, actually. Do you think it's due to the fact that they went woke? Eh, maybe a little bit, yeah. Do you think it's due to the fact that the crime is running rampant in the cities that they themselves are putting money into? Lobbyist groups to defund the police? Ding, 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 ding. If that was your answer, ladies and gentlemen, then you would be absolutely correct. That's a sound that you're not going to hear at Starbucks around the country anymore. Why? Because they're closing. (laughs) That's what happens. Go woke, go broke. Starbucks coffee is closing down locations in Seattle. Portland, Los Angeles, and other Democrat controlled cities due to the con- out of control crime problem. This is not only an end to the convenience of having a local coffee shop, but also the end of a lot of jobs as well. And that's what you get when you go woke. You go broke. As a matter of fact, folks, Starbucks was siding with BLM. Starbucks was siding with Antifa during the Summer of Love, you know, the mostly peaceful protests. They were siding with all of them, and they were calling for the defunding of our police. And right, well, two years later, folks, it's turning around and kicking them in their own butt. Go woke and go broke. Two Starbucks restaurants will be seizing operation in Portland right away, while one store uh, each will close in Philadelphia and Washington, D.C., according to the Washington Journal, or the Wall Street Journal, excuse me. Store managers have complained to company executives that employees have not felt safe amid a surge of assaults, thefts, and drug use in and around every location. The company responded by giving store managers discretion to deny free access to the store's bathrooms, which are open to the public, and which people are coming into and shooting up heroin right in their bathrooms, and fentanyl. Matter of fact, they found Hunter Biden in one of them, filming himself, taking a crap and snorting cocaine while a hooker was there. Washing your hands. No, I'm just kidding. But it sounds fitting, and I wouldn't be shocked. Anyway, Starbucks is the next company to go woke and go broke. And that is something that we should be applauding. I'd rather have those people go and work at other jobs anyway. Now, the next person that's going broke because they went woke is old Joe Biden. Joe Biden, you should have stayed a moderate rather than just be a meat puppet for the left because that's all you are. You're a human meat puppet for... The left and Joe Biden was actually asked and confronted about all of, his, uh, all of his lack of support from Democrats. And you want to know what his answer was? His answer was exactly what you'd expect it to be, absolute and utter stupidity. When asked, why don't you have any more support of the Democrats, what are you going to do? Old Joe Biden had to answer something, and he answered with stupidity. Check this Mr. Out. President, what's your message to Democrats who don't want you to run again?
4: They want me to run, Two-thirds say they read don't. Read the polls. Read the polls, Jack. You guys are all the same. That poll showed that 92% of Democrats, if I ran, would vote for me.
1: A majority of Democrats say they don't want you to run again in
4: 2024. 92% said if I did, they'd vote for me. Did you guys hear what I heard?
1: Play that video one more time.
4: Mr. President, what's your message to Democrats who don't want you to run again? Hey, they want me to run, Two-thirds say they, they read don't. Read the poll. Read the polls, Jack. You guys are all the same. That poll showed that 92% of Democrats, if I ran, would vote for me. A majority of Democrats say they don't want you to run again in no, 2024. 92% said if I did, they'd vote for me. There you go. Hear that
1: again now? Now, I know a lot of you probably heard, you know, the same thing that everybody hears when Joe talks, and that's...
4: I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international pressure.
1: <laughs> Do I have any more, uh, What you just said... Oh, yeah. No. What you just said (laughs) is incoherent. Hey, so what he said was, first of all, he said, look at the polls, Jack. Well, he did ask you a question based on the poll. That's what he read you. 60, 67 percent of Democrats don't want you to run. That's the poll I'm reading. Shut up, loser. Read the poll. Jack, they want me to run. No, they clearly don't. This is the poll I'm reading to you. He goes, yeah, but you guys are all the same. Did you read the poll? The poll said 92 percent of them said they'd vote for me if I did. He said, yeah, but 67% are saying they don't want you to run again. Yeah, but you read the poll. It says 92% of them would vote for me if I did. Are you meaning to tell me that the people that don't want to vote for you said they would vote for you if they had to? Oh, that's comforting. If they had to? Hey, you have this choice. Jump off this cliff or be set on fire. Which one you want? I'll choose jump off the cliff. All right, so you die anyway. 92% 92% of them said they'd vote for me if I did. So you're telling me that you're not going to address the fact that nearly 70%, two-thirds of your voters, do not want you to run again? But you're saying, if I did, 92% of those two-thirds that said they didn't want me to would still vote for me. You're asking them to vote between a rock and a hard place? Well, you jump off a cliff or catch on fire. You tell me. What a, what a, what a moron. Anyway, we've got a hero of the day. I don't, really, I don't normally give this away. Oh, by, by, by the way, before I get to that, let me explain to you the millions of dollars that is being put towards distancing themselves from this loser who just said, read the polls, Jack. A prominent far-left Democratic group launches a six-figure campaign to urging Joe Biden not to run in 2024. This is not a campaign to go out to the voters. They're spending upwards of a million dollars to try to urge Joe Biden not to run. On Tuesday, one of the largest, one of the nation's more prominent left-leaning groups urged Joe Biden not to run in 2024. And it's, uh, it's called the Don't Run Joe ad campaign. Coming from his own party. Roots Actions is the group behind the extensive campaign. The far-left group describes itself as dedicated to galvanized people who are committed to economic fairness, equal rights for all, civil liberties, and environmental protection. This week, the group launched a six-figure ad buy in an attempt to block Joe Biden's 2024 nomination. The group posted um, about the campaign on Twitter saying, quote, President Biden has been neither bold nor inspiring, and his prospects for winning a re-election appear to be bleak. Roots Action announced today that they are launching a campaign to pre- to prevent his uh, re-nomination. Hashtag don't run Joe. Don't you just love it? Don't you just love to watch it all crumble down? They want me to run. Turn and under pressure. No, they don't. They don't want you to run. Yeah, they do. Uh what about the far left group that just uh spent nearly a million dollars on ads to tell you not to run. I'm nuts. Oh, uh, uh uh anyway, anyway. You ain't black. <laughs> if you if you have a problem vote for me or Trump, you ain't black. Unbelievable, but it's fun to watch. Let's keep those rumbles going. And now to give away, folks, the hero award of the day. I don't have a very special like uh I don't have a very special uh Graphic to show you on this one, but I thought this guy was a hero nonetheless, and I wanted to, uh, I wanted to highlight this guy today. He is the catcher for the Philadelphia Phillies and he's uh, supposed to be going to Canada to have a baseball game. And in order to go to Canada, you've got to be vaccinated. Well, he is saying, no, I'm not going to do it. Canada's not going to tell me what I'm going to put in my body. And he's facing a quarter of a million dollar fine for not going. This guy's a hero. Check this out. Courage is contagious. And this is Philadelphia Phillies catcher JT Real Muto. Check it out. What are your reservations? I just... I'm- I'm a healthy 31-year-old professional athlete um, that I just didn't feel the need to get it. Um, I've had COVID a couple of times and super mild symptoms uh, back when it first came out. And when it came time to decide whether um, I needed a vaccine or not, I talked with a
4: couple of doctors that I knew and told them my story and just really decided I didn't think I needed it. And I, I wasn't going to take it just because I was told to, basically. So, mm-hmm. even if it meant not
2: missing, because you're going to forfeit a good amount
0: of
3: salary. Yeah, but I mean, what's 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 money when I'm not going to let Canada tell me what
1: I do and don't put in my body for a little bit of money? It's just it's not worth it. And that is the hero of the day, Philadelphia ca- uh, Phillies catcher JT Ramuda says. Uh, so what? So I get fined a quarter of a million dollars. Whatever. Whatever, that's not worth my life to me. And Canada's not going to tell me what I do and do not put in my body. Holla at you, boy. I'm not playing. Sorry. Oh, well. Sorry about your luck. I'm not going to put my life on the line for A, a game, and B, for just Justin Trudeau, Don't like anybody cares what Canada has to say. And Justin Trudeau, I'll set this one out. Well, you'll be fined a quarter of a million dollars. Woo! I'm a professional athlete. I'm at the top of my game. I'm at the pinnacle of my health. I'm not taking crap. Take your coronavirus and stick it where the sun don't shine. Anyway, folks, if you do follow me on social media, you have probably already seen this video that I posted this morning. If you do not follow me on social media, then you did not see what I posted on social media this morning. Hence, I will play it for you now. For all those out there who might need to hear it, this one is for you. Hey, 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 stop scrolling. Stop scrolling real quick, real quick. Look, let me pray for you. Let me pray for you, okay? Lord, Lord and Heavenly Father, I feel that the person on the other side of the screen is dealing with a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, a lot of fear, a lot of nervousness. Lord, I feel that the people that are watching this on the other side of the screen right now could use a hero. Could use a hero, Lord. Lord, please, please awaken the Holy Spirit within them. Allow them to hear the Gospel and the words of Jesus Christ. Allow them to understand that they don't need a hero, that they have a hero with them 24-7. 365 days a year for their entire life, Lord, please, please just let them know that if they understand the words in Isaiah 54, 17, that no weapon formed against them shall ever prosper. And they understand Philippians 4:13 that says, with Christ, all things are are possible lord please cover them in an armor of god today lord please please fill them with the holy spirit give them all the courage all the determination all the resources they need to overcome the anxiety that they're feeling to overcome the fear that they are feeling we pray this in jesus name amen ladies and gentlemen today do not allow fear to run your life be free be free of fear be free of anxiety, be free of stress, be free of the evil one trying to hold you down. It's impossible for him to do so if you're walking with the Almighty God. Look, the devil has only as much power as you give him, so give him none. Give God everything. Remember, glance at your problems, but gaze at God. Glance at your problems, but gaze God God bless each and every one of you have a wonderfully blessed day Isaiah 54 17 Philippians 4 13 folks very very powerful verses and you can't live without God once you've experienced the full grace of God folks I hope you enjoyed the show today uh if you'd like uh, any more any further uh prayers or any further, you know, just word of God, then, then, then make sure that you uh, sign up for my newsletter every single morning. I've paid to have more people on it. And so let's, let's, let's get as many people signed up for it as possible. Let's spread the gospel and let's remember there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I will see you guys tonight. Uh, 5 p.m. for more Live from America. Until then, keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face and keep spreading that gospel. God bless you guys. Have a good one. Peace.